0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio.
1: And on tunein.com, ping.fm, and Upsnap Mobile.
0: Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now here is Roberta. Of course, we all know
2: that we live in one reality. But throughout modern history, we've accepted the notion that both science and Christianity were right. They were just describing different versions of our one reality that somehow existed in the same place simultaneously. But we're coming to realize now that neither mainstream religions of any kind nor mainstream Christianity really has it right because each is a belief system. One is theism and one is atheism. We have to get beyond belief systems altogether and approach the study of reality open-mindedly looking at all the evidence And when we do that we begin to see a reality that's more wonderful than our most optimistic imaginings its greatest fruit is the certainty the certainty that you are an eternal being you never began and you never will end and knowing that changes everything. Our guest this week for the second time is my friend Rochelle Wright. Um, She'll be presenting at the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies conference in July, July 10th to 13th in Scottsdale, Arizona. The theme of that conference is new developments in afterlife communication. And boy, are there new developments. Go to ASCSI.org for more information. Now, Rochelle is a therapist. And she has pioneered an extraordinary technique for enabling people to have guided afterlife connections with their dead loved ones. And I've, I've talked with some of the people who she's helped. And they have told me that they were, you know, on a scale of 10, they were like a 12 in grief before they started a session with Rochelle. By the end of that time, maybe a one half. A one they were a little sad, still, but they had their grief had almost entirely disappeared it's amazing how things change when you find out that those you thought you'd lost you haven't lost at all. Welcome, Rochelle
1: well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here.
2: Now, Rochelle is going to be, she's now training people to use her technique. And one of the things we want to make sure we mention, we'll talk about it a couple of times so you can write it down, is that at the conference in July in Scottsdale, um, she will also be giving training to licensed therapists. Tell us about that, Rochelle.
1: Yes, um, after, there'll be post-conference, and it'll be on Sunday afternoon and all day Monday. And um, that's the, uh, the 13th and 14th of July, and I will be tra- training licensed uh, psychotherapists, and we want to get the word out to the greater Phoenix area also, so they are aware of this and uh, can take the training if they choose to, and of course other people too that are coming. Uh, but this is this is important because right now, Roberta, I'm I'm doing the training and I'm training therapists so they can go out and do this work, and they are doing it and they're having. They're having connections, um, yeah. So um, that's that's what I'm, you know, I'm working with now. I'm I am doing some guided afterlife connections myself, but on a minimal basis because the training is so important to get it out and all over the world.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is very exciting. Uh, as I say, I I would kind of part it hard to believe if I hadn't talked to people who've been through it and who had been in deep grief, either be- because a, a cherished child had died or because they'd lost a husband who was the center of their life. I mean, these were people who were not just sad. They were desperate with grief. And um they told me they had just des- despaired. uh, And then they they met Rochelle and she fixed it. In one session now, they're sh- they're not short sessions, right, Rochelle? You've no, been doing for a while. No,
1: um, I would say four to five and a half hours. And uh, because the thing is that they have not been able to sit down one day, a whole day, and tell the whole story without somebody butting in or chiming in or saying, "I know how you feel" or that sort of thing. So this is that's their day, and they. Um, you know we we go from ten o'clock to usually about five thirty actually wow. I do um some of the therapists are doing the shorter, but I like to um make sure that they get everything that that they need to get in that session and um they do get uh messages how to change their life how to live differently, so that's really important too um so that you know that's uh I just let it go normally till the um, other side closes.
2: Wow! <laughs> uh huh. And so, <laughs> yes, yeah, you have a lot more stamina than I have. I have to say, but but if that's what it takes, that's what you have to do.
1: That's what it takes, and um, you know, you, you know, we're both happy at the end because I never know what's going to happen, and they don't know what's going to happen because neither one of us are in charge. The afterlife is, and so it's. It's pretty exciting at the end, you know, um they usually walk away very smiling and happy and I am too and so it's quite different than a than a normal therapist. Yes.
2: Yeah, usually therapists can only make things a little better for a minute and this seems to be a permanent permanent change. A permanent yes. I will not say cure. Yes. You can't cure grief, but it's just change in the way we perceive Reality and perceive our where our loved ones are, and perceive ourselves. So, we're going to talk um, uh, quite a bit more about exactly what Rochelle does to bring about these miracles, and uh, and how um, you know where it's going from here. But I'd like to first talk about how you got started in this. You were you were doing regular therapy. You were right. You were doing psychotherapy.
1: Right. I I was. I, and um, I've been really a trauma therapist for about twenty four years, and um, I was doing a lot of the eye movement um, EMDR work, and it was working well with my clients, very well. But uh, please explain so I,
2: what that is, because people will say, what? what yeah, what is that? I
1: know. It's, it's Even when I explain it, it's kind of like, what is that? <laughs> it's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. But that's not what I call the work that I do now. I call it bilateral stimulation because... It isn't really EMDR, but that's what I did for many years, and I've been certified in it for 14
2: years. And um, how but, but I let's let's finish that thought. So, what what, what as I understand it, you you stimu- your any kind of EMDR stimulates alternate sides of the brain. Correct. Okay. And, and we'll talk a bit later. I mean, we don't have to talk now about how you do it, but that's what EMDR is and that's what your bilateral stimulation is. Right. Okay. So, right. so they were, you were doing it as EMDR traditional therapy work.
1: Well, for, yes, for a long time. And the trauma is caught like in the right side of the brain. And so it's, when you do this work, it begins to, to move it to the, you know, equalize it to the left side. And so it desensitizes it. um, and you just, you know, you don't remember it the same. It's, it's very interesting, and it, it definitely lasts. It's not something that that's going to last for a month or two. It lasts. Uh, I just uh, got an email from Carol, who's in my book, and it's been two and a half years uh, since we did her daughter, and she just said, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's lasting. I mean, I talk to her every day, and I don't feel the way I did before. And, you know, I do know that that works. Uh, the bilateral where does last, uh, Roberta.
2: <laughs> so so all right. So how did you get started in the grief uh, aspect of it? Um, did you meet someone? Did you read something? Did you have well, something happen by um, accident during the therapy that I
1: did? You know, people were in a lot of grief about many things. I mean, you know, about their lives and not necessarily that they lost someone, but but for many things. So you know, I worked with that for a long time, but um, I actually, um, I think about 18 years ago or something like that, I started having these dreams at night, and deceased people would come to me, and they were my friends uh, who had lost them. I mean, they'd lost, like, their husband or their mother or their, you know, on and on, and so they just started coming, and it was like I was a messenger um, that I was holding this hot poker till I told them. And so I had, <laughs> and this went so, on So, for quickly you were
2: working with her knew had lost someone, and that person they had lost would come to you in your, in your well, sleep.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like my friend that I walked with for 25 years, her husband died. Um, and then that, uh, three days later, we walked in the morning, and he, that, that morning before we walked, he came to me in a dream. Now, he's never, he never came before, and he's never, he's never appeared after. But he came to, um, to have a message to give to her. Wow. And, uh, you know, he was trying to explain what it was like. We were, they were sitting in a group, we were sitting in a group, and, uh, in this dream, and, uh, he sat there and he said, he held out his arm, he said, it's like Mount Rainier, Mount Rainier. And we live in Washington, and Mount Rainier is that, you know, huge. And yeah. so I think he was trying to say it's vast, it's vast, it's huge, yeah, and so you know i <laughs> I told her, and you know then I had um oh just on and on, my good friend from Seattle, he lost his mother, and uh she came, and it was a whole thing with her. She was a lot younger, and uh so I felt so compelled to call him and I, I called him at six a m and told him, and he said, Oh my goodness." You know, the way you saw her is the way she used to look. And
2: um
1: Oh and then the secretary at work, she lost her husband to cancer and he came. So what happened, uh, Roberta is I just got I mean, I finally just said I said to the secretary finally, Oh, I know what happened. One uh one of my clients um son, he had cancer and he'd had it for a long time but he was in late stages and she was coming to me to deal with what was going to happen and he came in my dream and at that point you know I had had so many and I I said what are you doing in my dream (laughs) I mean it was like please he said because you're seeing my mother and (laughs) and
2: so you know I did you know you had any kind of of psychic abilities like this did Well,
1: uh, no, I mean, I never call them that or anything like that because, I mean, I just, for one thing, when you have, uh, you just think other people are the same. You don't think I'm unusual or anything like that. that's right. So I never thought, and uh, I'm sure my friends uh, and the people that I've been with maybe would say that, but um, no, I never, you know, I I could, I would see people and I would kind of know a lot about them when I saw them even in a grocery store or whatever. But, you know, okay. I just, uh, it can be so, kind of overwhelming.
2: That doesn't happen to me. Let's put that on the record. I'm totally not psychic. I don't have that. So you, yeah. you had some abilities already. Right.
1: So okay. I, right. And so I said this to the secretary. I went to work and I said, listen, I want this to stop and I want it to stop now because I interfered with my day job. And yeah. it stopped. It immediately huh? stopped. It it <laughs> course they come now too sometimes but not like this message that I have to go tell the person yeah, immediately.
2: Right away. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so um it so what they've done is, Roberta, they've come through the back door. Which means that since I am a licensed therapist, they've come in a way that is palatable to me that I can work with it and get it out. Oh. You know, and okay. so they've come in the back door which is sneaky but it's very smart all
2: the same that's good
1: (laughs) so i i I think that i mean i know that's what happened and so here i am you know saying i don't want this anymore and then now i'm out training therapists and doing this and you know so they came in a way that i could accept
2: well so how did that first get you get first get started because i know that this is a process that you've developed but when did you first understand this would work
1: well, I also, uh, let's see, things were happening in my office, for one thing, to people. They were getting better quicker and, you know, things were happening. I remember a person walked, this guy walked out of my office and he was shaking his head and he goes, something's going on in there. I don't know what it is, but, you know, he knew he was getting better really fast. So uh, I saw I saw a uh CE credit class for six credits, and it was called um, Paranormal Circumstances in Clinical Settings, and I had never seen anything like that with CE credits, and I thought, wow, I'm going to go. So yeah. I went, and um, the person that taught it was, um, she, had, she had ri- originally had been like a medium, and then she went back to school and became a psychologist and then got an uh, MBA, and so she was teaching classes all over United States for credits. And um, but when I was there, she um, in the morning she said, "If I had EMDR, uh I would go back and take this training." And uh, I thought, Ooh, "I have it, you know, that's mm-hmm. what I do." And so um, out of fifty people, there was there wasn't anyone else there that was had it. So I talked to her, and from then on, it was just like um, a path that was laid out. You know, step by step, she said, I I told her, and she said, you have to do this. So I did that, and I went earlier than I thought. Um, But I also uh, had read the book, and I tried it in my office before I went, because uh, I had a social worker who lost her brother to uh, alcohol overdose. And she was really distraught and... uh, I said, well, maybe I can help you, you know, later, whatever. And she came in in two weeks, and she was really bad off because everyone was looking to her to help them. So yeah. I said, well, let's just try something. And so I I, closed her eyes, and um, she's listening to the bilateral stimulation on headsets. And um, I just said, you know, bring up your brother and whatever. And so I kind of sat back, <laughs> Roberta in my chair thinking, and I just said, something, help me, please help me, help me, help me. And all of a sudden, she started talking to her brother. And it went on and on, Then she started talking to her um, father, who had passed. And, she was
2: speaking it, it when she was yeah, sitting in your chair. Okay, wow. Yeah, they're
1: talking back and forth, and I'm like, so I'm, <laughs> I don't know what they're saying to her, because they're saying it to her, but, you know, she's talking back, and so... I remember saying, which I would never do now, and uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want any therapist to do it. But I said, "Is your, is your uh, grandfather deceased?" And she 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 just was really indignant, and she said, "Yes." It was like I was interfering with what was going on. Oh. It went on for fifteen minutes, and uh, and at the end, they just went in. She said, "Now they're swirling in a." a gray swirl or white, it's turning to gray. Their faces are there. It's going around and now it's getting darker and now it's getting darker and it's moving away and away. So I was oh, like, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's how, you know, that's how it began. And then I did go back and, um, take a, a training from the psychologist in Chicago. And, um, however, uh, I wanted to have it done, which is not part of the training, and I wanted to see it done, which is not part of the training. So I um, approached him, and uh, he said, well, you know, oh,
2: okay, we can see if we can do that. So, Okay, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to hear how you felt when you first had this happen in your own life. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Our guest is Rochelle Wright, and we'll be right back.
0: If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the Friendly Seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding, share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen. Finally, get your big questions answered. Afterlifeforums.com The truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes. When Roberta Grimes studied the afterlife evidence, she learned a lot more than what happens when we die. She also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving eternal beings. To help us explore who we really are, she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls Letters from Love. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and Letter from Wonder is due in the fall. They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go go 80s. Check out RobertaGrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything.
2: back to seek reality radio with roberta grimes on the contact talk radio network we're talking with the wonderful dr rochelle wright who is a therapist specializing in a unique technique actually not unique now we're seeing other variations of it happening this is a technique that she was one of the earliest discoverers of which helps people in deep deep grief process their grief and get beyond it and that knowing how many i hear from people in grief all the time to me this is a gift to the world what rochelle is doing now tell us about when you first had it happen to you tell us about that experience
1: now you mean when I
2: started doing? Um, well, you you said that you, you were about to have it. I had to interrupt because we were had we were out of break. But you said you were you were going to have it done by someone and you wanted oh, to experience. Oh well,
1: yeah. It. Well, I said I needed to experience it, or I you know I, I knew that, or I couldn't do it with people. So um, I did, but it was extremely brief. Um, and what happened is I came back to Lake Harbor, Washington, and I started working with people because they knew that I was going to you know, I was going to be doing this. And so immediately, they started having connections, uh, one right after the other. And so I knew after about a week or less that I needed to change uh, the way I did it, the way it was being done. And so I do it all in one day, and um, I actually use bilateral stimulation, the audio, and when I do the processing, I add um, the eye movements, which really speeds up the brain. So um, that's different, and um, and then I let them, you know, tell but the me. Noise, the,
2: the, the, when you say you're stimulating using um, auditory, my understanding is you sort of use the the HemiSync tape kind of thing that was done pioneered by Dr. Robert Monroe, right? Where you play music alternately in people's ears.
1: Well, you do, but it's I don't use his. I use uh, the bi, uh, it's bilateral dot com. It's. Uh, David Grant, who is from okay. New York, I use his uh, work, and uh, he's a wonderful therapist trainer out of New York. So I I use that's his. great. Mm-hmm.
2: But but what it does is the same kind of thing then that the eye movement does in a way, in that it stimulates your brain on alternate sides, right?
1: Correct. And so Good. then, when you add the eye movement, it really speeds up the brain. <laughs> You know, what what, in if, what if the eye movements are making
2: your brain go one way and the auditory is making you go the other?
1: Well, it's um, it doesn't they're happen. They're both working. To, they're both working together to make uh, make whatever. I I don't know. It just uh, a lot it more works. memories so, will and, come to you. Uh, things it was a you never
2: question. I'm sorry, but I, it occurred to me as I was reading um, the book that that was written about this. Okay so so you're you're back in your office and you're beginning to actually do this and finding you can't do it in a, in an hour's therapy session you oh, need to oh
1: absolutely, absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> no, I do it for the and I let the other the other side close, and um you know I just you know normally their sadness is at the minimum greatly reduced, but if they have grief and they have anger and so forth, I have to go there uh and address that. So because that will block. So I have to do that. That's why the people I train have to be licensed seasoned therapists. Because it yes. can it can go in different directions and you have to know what you're doing.
2: Yeah. Oh I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. You
1: yeah, you really do. So um yeah, and so that's that's what I do. It's it's a it's actually um uh, Roberta, a cutting edge grief therapy or it's a, and I, I use this protocol that I I designed that opens the porthole to the afterlife, and that method that I do appears to resolve sadness, grief, anger, um, and unresolved issues that were apparent when the deceased was alive. So um, wow, mm-hmm. it's uh, the procedure protocol is a therapeutic thera- you know, therapy session in a therapist's office. And at first I mean uh when I wrote the book, the the first twenty six people I saw and stories in the book, everyone was connecting. It was a hundred percent and um it went on and on like that and of course Dr. Hogan, Craig Hogan was so excited he put out their hundred percent and I said, Well please don't set me up like that <laughs> because that's just that's just too <laughs> too much. So it's uh, I'd say uh ninety eight point five they're connecting and I just yeah. did a training uh a month ago, and the therapists that came and were trained, they worked together the second day, and they all connected 100%. Wow. <laughs> and wow. they were just amazed. I mean, they were, it was very nice. And um, so the client needs to wait a year or more. Uh, that's That's one of the things that I tell people. Yeah. They need to wait a year or more. And you know I'm not in charge, uh, or the client's not in charge. Uh, I'm just a, a tool or a conduit in the process. And uh so I so, show up and make. <laughs> and, but, I and I just show up about and your
2: book because you just mentioned a book, and you mentioned Dr. Hogan, who is uh, you know a true friend here. He's been he was with our with us last week, and he'll be with us next week because he and I have something we really really want to talk with everyone about. Um, Dr. R. Craig Hogan is. Um, someone who has written help has helped several people who ha- are doing cutting edge work to uh, put out the word about their work and and he worked with you to put out the but tell us the name of your book and and where we get it
1: yeah it's guided afterlife connections is the name and uh, underneath the, the the name of it, it says they come to change lives because they do yeah and you can get it on Amazon and uh, also, uh, Greater Reality Publications, which is Dr. Hogan. You can get it there also. Yes. Um,
2: what, what if Another thing, another place to read about Dr. Wright is um, there's a brand new book just out called Afterlife Communication 16 Proven Methods, 85 True Accounts. It's being put out by the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies in advance of that July conference. The people whose chapters are in this book are, um, presenters at the conference, they're giving it away um, for the price of a book. You don't have to go to the conference if you can't get there, um, although I think it will just whet your appetite to know more. But Afterlife Communications, 16 Proven Methods, 85 true accounts, available now on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And one of those chapters is Dr. Rochelle Wright's, and she talks in really great detail. I've read the book. I, I Your chapter is great. Um, she talks about what she does, makes it clear. I mean, people can do things, but to be able to actually explain what they're doing sometimes is a little difficult. And you do it well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think I also, you know, need to let people who are listening know this work is, uh, you know, reestablishes the connection, and it's helpful, relieving uh, the grief and the sadness and of being cut off from the one who's passed,
2: yes. and, and
1: the suffering and the pain that go goes with it. So it, it reestablishes the connection. That's what it it's does. Done. And, um, you know, when people suffer too long and they have depression and they go on and on, they get into complicated grief, uh, what happens is they, they get cut off from, you know, work and their friends yes. and other people. Yes. And so they disconnect. And what happens, uh, Roberta, it, um, you know, something sets in that's, a, that's secondary, which is really worse than the original loss because now they're uh-huh. really alone. And so this work really helps them in that respect.
2: Boy, do I know someone like that. I know several people who, especially widows or, or parents of children who have died, can sometimes make those tragic events the centerpiece of their lives and not move on. And. That is really tragic. Right. Uh, and
1: uh, yes, and it is. And what happens is, you know, for a while people are understanding, they listen, they they are very yeah. empathetic. But after a while, people just move away from people like that, you know, and so it, it just makes it worse and worse for them. And that's when this secondary condition sets in and it's really worse than the first. So yes. it's much better to, you know, address it like this.
2: Yes, I would say it almost should be something that's mandatory if people really can't get beyond their grief. And I must tell
1: you this, I must tell you this. Those words that I just said came from a deceased uh, therapist in the afterlife. He went on and on and on and said what this work does.
2: Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, there, there we have an expert opinion.
1: Yeah. He's <laughs> sure. 61. He died. He passed away of a heart attack. And, and oh I did this, uh, you know, this one uh, therapist, she um, she targeted him. And, oh, we just got all sorts of, of uh, help from him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. You know, he really knows what... Well, he would know why, why it's important. Um, it, it's really, it's really essential to get past your grief because, as you say, Dr. Wright, it makes, it, it can color with, with kind of gloom everything in your life and it can set in and become a permanent state. It, if, it's also an absolute barrier to communicating. Um, people will say, well, there's something wrong. I can't hear from him. But I could just hear them talk, and I know their grief is too strong i they, they're I'm sure their loved ones trying to get through, but can't get well, through well, it's
1: hard to because when there's so much sadness, it's like trying to cut through molasses, it's so yeah. thick, and yeah. it's hard for them to come through when there's so much sadness they you know they really want us to be happy and joyful yes. and and uh because they tell us we're here for a short time and yes. This is the real place. That's the real
2: place. That's what they tell us over and over again. Yeah, and they want us to have fun. Yes.
1: And I'm trying yeah. to. I, you know, I'm doing that because I'm hearing what they're saying. They want us to have fun.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it so seriously. Yeah. It's very important. We're here yes. to learn lessons in loving and forgiving. But this is like a very bad year in school. That's basically what this is. Not even a year. a Bad day in school in, in an eternal life. And so we need to get the best out of it, but we also need to have some play. Um, and for sure, if you can't get past someone's death, it's your responsibility to yourself and to those you love who are still here and to the person there who's torn up by the fact that you're in such misery. It's your responsibility to do something to get help. And if you're, if you've got a success rate close to a hundred percent for doing this, then I'd say, you know, contacting you might be a good place to start. Tell right. us how we can can find you, Rochelle. What, what's your well, website? How do we contact you?
1: Yes, it's Rochellewright.com. And on my webpage, then they can click on psychotherapists, and there's a list of all the trained psychotherapists and where they live all over the United States, one in the UK and Canada, uh, Germany. So um, they can look and they can see who's close to them.
2: Wow, and, and all of these people were trained by you, and yes. you're confident they can do a, a, an excellent job.
1: Well, they've all been trained by me, and there's one I just trained in New York, so now we have someone on the East Coast, which we didn't before, so, right. you know, so I'm really happy about that, and she's an excellent therapist. She's in uh, Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan.
2: Yeah, wow. Oh, that makes it handy for anyone, um, that's sort of a locus of uh, probably people who really need that need that help. Right. Um. One of the things that I I want to tackle um, is that the fact that these people are not walking around in the room, this this contact is happening inside people's minds, right?
1: Do you know? Uh, well, I would say yes, but you know what? I don't. I don't. I'll be. I'm very honest. I don't know how it is really happening. I know it's happening. You know, they feel a presence. They'll say, "Oh, I, I feel them on the right side of me." One said the other day, "I feel uh, my mother on the left side of me. My father's on the right side of me." Uh, they, they, uh, there's just n- many ways, and uh, they, so they're they're telling me what they're getting. I don't have a, I don't have a clue what they're getting. I'm writing <laughs> it down, so it's very different than being a medium. I'm not telling them anything. No. So it's always a surprise to me and to them.
2: So um, some of it seems to be happening in the outer world, though, to them. Um,
1: oh I it, with, well, it definitely
2: is. Uh, I, I talked with a woman who walked on the beach with um, her. I think it was her child. Yes. And um, they had a wonderful conversation, and she got a real hug, and she said it was a real physical hug.
1: Yes. So yes, they feel that <laughs> they they feel uh, you know if they've been kissed, hugged. Uh, and they take them to beautiful places where, you know, beautiful colors and, uh, down walks and pathways and flowers and butterflies. And I mean, there's just, you know, everyone is different. That's the thing. It's just yeah. different. But, uh, no, they take them. It's definitely, um, you know, the afterlife, uh, and,
2: it <laughs> yes. is so. I I think it's important for people to understand that there is no solid reality. There is only um, this sort of mind created illusion that we think of as the physical universe. Our body is made out of the same stuff as the matter around us, which is why we can't put our hand through the desk. But in reality, it's all coming from our mind. And we've talked about that on this program before, and we'll be talking about it a lot more next week when Dr. Hogan comes back and talks about it with us. But um, the, the, to to say this is happening kind of in their minds is a distinction with no difference at all. Everything is happening in our minds. Right. And and when when someone tells me in detail about the walk on the beach, how it looked, how her child looked, the way it smelled, that was a real experience for her as no other experience has been real. And it, it destroyed all her grief. She said she just said never would have been sad again. And she can visit with her child whenever she feels the need. Extraordinary.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly so uh, and I see you know I, I sometimes I see not always just but occasionally, but I, I did talk to Greg uh, Hogan about it is that I will kind of see um, as we're doing the processing a line coming down and a line going up and I he said and I figured it out is that they're coming down the air energy and the denser energy is going up to meet. so it's really they tell us it's all about energy too. Yeah, they
2: tell us that it's energy. This is is exciting. It's exciting to be here at the start of something, which I I know is going to be a common um, uh, something common when people are in grief. They'll have someone in in a nearby town or city where they can just go and you know you go to a doctor when you have physical ills. There is no worse pain than grief for someone you truly love. And so to go to a doctor to have that tended to seems to me to be a priority, and this works, um, and it works virtually every time. So um, I would be surprised to see that this will become common, and the way so many other techniques that once uh, people were thought were strange suddenly everybody's doing them um, it's going to be exciting we're going to take another break and when we come back uh, my hope is we'll have someone who's gone through this right. process with Dr. Wright to talk to us about it this is Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network you are an eternal being you never began you never will end and when you really know that believe me it changes everything our guest today is the wonderful Dr. Rochelle Wright and we'll be right back
0: studied the afterlife evidence, she learned a lot more than what happens when we die. She also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving eternal beings. To help us explore who we really are, she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls Letters from Love. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and Letter from Wonder is due in the fall. They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go-go 80s. Check out robertagrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything. If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the Friendly Seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding, share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen finally get your big questions answered afterlifeforums.com the truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes
2: to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with the wonderful Dr. Rochelle Wright who has been telling us about a pioneering therapy for curing grief in one long day and uh, your life will then be forever different. If you have terrible grief, you could turn it into just a kind of sadness that you are able to alleviate whenever you need to by just reconnecting with your loved one. Dr. Wright has with her someone who has been through this process. We've talked about how it's done. Now let's let's talk with someone who's been through it.
1: Okay, well, Christine is here, and uh, she is in the book on page 109, and I'm going to let you uh, talk to her about her experience. And she also helps me, Roberta. She's um, been assisting a lot. She uh, does everything. She helps with the trainings, and she helps with the like, uh, getting the word out. So here she is.
3: Hello Christine. Hello. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh speaking with me.
2: Well, uh we're we're interested in hearing about your experience. You were, you had a, you were in real grief uh when you before you met Dr. Wright?
3: Yes, I was um I lost my husband of 35 years uh to oh. to cancer. And um we had tried everything uh to find therapies for him, tried every therapy in the book that we could find. And I felt extremely guilty that I couldn't help find that. And so, by the time I found Rochelle, we um, then had a a session, and it uh, absolutely helped me uh, alleviate the guilt, and it did help reduce the sadness, um, and it's helped me through the last four years of pain and suffering.
2: Tell us, tell us what happened when you had the. you're, You're sitting in the chair. You go through this um stimulation of both sides of your brain alternately and what 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 happened then
3: Well what happened um first i i just seen um colors and um it, then when the connection came i seen him in an outcropping of rocks like a mountain range and he um came down and he kissed me and hug me and I, at that point I could feel this cold sensation on front of my body and I could feel a tingling sensation around my lips, I actually feel it. Wow. <laughs> and wow. so that was like the first for Rochelle in her office because she, it, it, this is in winter, I had my session December 24th, 2010 and she has a little, um, one of those electric fireplaces and it's, you know, toasty warm in there. And so that's how I really could feel, you know, that cold sensation and the tingling. I, I knew it was, you know, it was him. Of course, he was there, and I was speaking with him as well.
2: Wow. What, what did he say?
3: Well, he, um, he called me honey all the time. And so when he seen me first, he said, you know, like, hi, honey, um, you know, and then we, we kind of just went through a, a whole process of um, a dialogue, talking back and forth, to one another and and um rochelle recording it
2: but and he, and he was certain this was certainly your husband and he was whole and healthy and everything was fine
3: oh absolutely absolutely 100 100 percent because when he when i first seen him um he came he he had this helmet on um like a uh space a hel- space suit helmet uh <laughs> i i'd done a meditation a couple of days before and um in the in the meditation, it's, it's told me to listen to the song, the lyrics of Rocket Man, and so I'd listen to it, and then I just never really gave it any more thought. And in the the session, that's how he came and appeared to me first. And so in <laughs> in the lyrics of the song Rocket Man, uh the most profound lines in there is, "I miss the Earth so much, so much. I miss my wife," and so I never put I know that, that. Yes. And I never put that together till a week later when I, I went back for a follow up with Rochelle, um, and then it all came together like a puzzle piece. Put it all together because yeah. that meditation was like two three days ahead of that, and then, and then that's how he appeared. And so it was, you know, it was really profound.
2: Oh, that's so neat.
3: I did. <laughs> really is. I did also have a second um, guided afterlife connection with my grandmother who was born in Germany. She came and lived with us here in America for a while, but in her session, she spoke German to me, um, so I had to translate what she was telling me um, in to Rochelle in English.
2: Oh, so, <laughs> so but you, you but you understood her? You do speak? Oh German. yes,
3: I speak German. Yes, and so oh. in, in fact, when she. Um, came to live with us i could it was my first language German was my first language, so I brushed up a little bit and from that point on i you know could speak a little bit better and i was that was again a first that nobody had come through uh in a different language and since yeah. then another person has come through with uh um i think with Belgium or a, another, another language yeah.
2: Yeah. wow uh, mm-hmm. and so you went into this session how do you know how long it was? It was hours long.
3: Oh, well, my first one with my husband was at least six hours because we started early in the morning. It happened to be Christmas Eve because Rochelle likes to do that year period. And um, so my husband passed away December 26th, and so we did it December 24th of the following year. Mm -hmm. And so it took a a really, you know, a long, long time. It was at least six hours in, in, in my case because the guilt was so deeply suppressed in me I didn't even know that, you know, it, that was my the biggest part, a really big part of my grieving. It made me... So, but
2: so she, you went in there feeling bad, and oh, you I, came out feeling a lot better.
3: The most profound experience of my life. Wow. Because I, oh, could, so because I could communicate with him um, on a one-on-one basis. I could touch, you know, we could hold hands. He kissed me. We hugged. It was oh. because of this one-on-one um, connection that you have and a guided afterlife connection. It's that's it's just so profound. There's hardly words that tell you how wonderful. If you have this true connection with the, the person you're seeking, it's beyond words.
2: That is fabulous. I'm so happy for you. What a gift.
3: Well, thank you very much. Yes, and,
2: and and since then you you haven't had the same level of pain that you had before. I know it's it's you're sad to be without him, but it it's not been as bad.
3: Absolutely, yes. Yes, because I I think when it, when you have a guided afterlife connection you have more connections with him, you see more signs. And now I think he's kinda of like a coach on the sidelines helping to get this word out as well because he on his side knows how profound profound it was as well because we mm-hmm. could interact like this in the in the session.
2: And so he's giving you signs now that you recognize?
3: Absolutely. All the time, what does he do? Well, he he does little things. Either um, I'll see his name, so that'll be like he's he's making his um, his uh, presence aware. Uh, he will show me elevens on the clock. He will make me kind of like trip over something, and I always always say sometimes I need it like a cosmic two by four. <laughs> you know, if I don't get it this way or that way, then he'll he'll yeah. have it come out. You know, or yeah. somebody will say something to me. You know, one person will say this sentence to me, and then the next person will say the same sentence. So he answers a lot of questions. Um, what we'll do, we'll go into a dream once in a while, and if we have questions, he will he will answer them. So it's a multitude of ways that um, people, if they're open and they're aware and they, they they see it, they can have signs from them all the time
2: all the time yes one
3: very powerful sentence he gave us was don't for Rochelle was don't underestimate the power of the power and and she oh. because she was very upset about an issue and that just made resonated with her and made so much oh. sense because you know the we don't even ha- understand half of the the power of you know everything out there and yeah. so, Th- we, under-
2: we think we have to do it ourselves, but we mm-hmm. really have to let go and let God to some extent. Exactly. Do what we can, but uh, but trust that that um, we, what we're trying to do is God's work. So we will. And when I say God, I mean some people will say, "Well, oh, God with a beard." God doesn't have a beard. That's <laughs> if that's negative news to anyone, I'm sorry. Um, but um, God is everywhere and in everything, and in fact, I think is the only thing that actually exists. And that power is working now to get this, get this message to the world that we are eternal beings, that, um, that you can have these wonderful experiences with your husband. I'm so glad for you. And, uh, he's right there. He's helping now. He's, he, helping, he's Rachelle, helping as
3: well as you are. Is That's exactly right. In one of the sessions that we opened with a stream, he, um, put his arms up to the side and we were on this beach with these big boulders on the beach, something like Cannon Beach. And he said, this is God's work um, in one of the Mm -hmm. sessions. So, I mean, that was very profound with butterflies fluttering all around. So I can Mm -hmm. really relate to what you're saying about God's work, you know, because it's even messages that I've received from him in that same sense.
2: This is wonderful. Is there anything you especially want people to know about this experience?
3: Well, I, I just would like them to to have a connection like I've had with a guide, with a guided afterlife with a GAC uh, session because it's it's like I, I can only say it's the most profound experience in my life to have that connection with them.
2: It's, and, and Christine's, your, your, your experience is in the Guided Afterlife Connections book that Rochelle wrote, right, Rochelle Wright wrote yeah. with, um, with R. Craig Hogan. So people can, can learn more about Christine's experience. I think it's on, on page 102 or something. 109. Um, 109. Yeah, Close. Yep. Um, you could get, get Guided Afterlife Connections by Rochelle Wright and R. Craig Hogan and, uh, and you can, you can meet Christine there. Absolutely. Um,
3: There's pictures in there as well.
2: Oh, how great. All right, I'm, I have a copy. I'll have to look you up.
3: <laughs> okay, that's that'd be this, great. Yeah, it's it it was it is very profound and it it does help heal and they do come to change our lives because my husband certainly is.
2: Yeah, isn't that wonderful? And marriage um you know, it isn't the t- till death do you part. It's uh it's Forever, uh, for as long as you want to know that you're married, you're still married to him and you still have him right there. I think that's the best part of this for all of us. I've been married over 40 years. I know just what you mean with a long marriage. It's devastating. Um, I've seen it happen to others. I understand. But if, the, if, the, if this can even make that, turn that kind of a disaster into something positive, then this is a wonderful thing. I'm very excited for all of us that we have this opportunity to have this kind of connection.
3: Absolutely. It is.
2: Well, it Christine, it's been it's been wonderful to talk to you and I hope we can we can do this again. Um I I is, is we talked to Dr. Wright just to hear where other people can learn to do this work because I'm sure therapists are listening who would like to know more about this.
3: I will pass the phone back to her and I'd like to thank you and thank everyone Bless else you, listening. Dear. Thank you.
2: Bless you. Thank Bless. you so much. Hello. Wow, that certainly knocks your socks off. She's wonderful. Wow! Yes,
1: yes, she is. Now, now, and t-
2: tell us about this training that you're going to be doing. We're we're coming up to the end of our time. I want to make sure people people know where therapists can be trained, and we know that the okay. only people who train are therapists, right?
1: Uh, yes, I'm only I'm only training licensed, uh, seasoned therapists. They have to be licensed in the state they practice. Okay. Uh, because quickly, I'll tell you. With Christine, she had so much guilt, and I had to go there and work with it. And she had it locked in her body, and she became nauseated, and the room f- began spinning. We ha- oh. and and I haven't had um, anyone else that happened to, but it was like just cemented in her. And so that's why you need to be uh, you need to be a seasoned therapist to handle things.
2: But, but you're going to be doing a number of trainings over the next few months. Tell us about that. Yes.
1: Okay. At the end of this month here in Gig Harbor, Washington, May 30th and 31st, I'm going to be doing it at the end at Gig Harbor. Uh, and also June 27th and 28th here in Gig Harbor and then Washington and July 13th and 14th in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's the post conference training. And then September 19th and 20th in Red Bluff, California. So, uh, and then we'll have trainings in the winter in Gig Harbor. Uh, now, the site for them to go to for training is um, guidedafterlifeconnections.com. That's the training, the in training information site.
2: Okay, that's guidedafterlifeconnections.com.
1: Yes. Uh-huh.
2: And, and if someone says, oh, no, I just want to have a, a session with Rochelle, it would be rochellewright.com, right?
1: Yes, it is. Well, yes, it's com. That's my webpage, but also they can they can hear radio interviews there. They can go to the psychotherapists that have been trained. There's a lot of information on my page, and uh, it tells how to get a hold of me, Rochelle at RochelleWright.com. That's my email, and my phone number is on there, too. They can call me. It's 253-851-3498. So it's all on um, RochelleWright dot com, and then the training page is GuidedAfterLifeConnections.com. dot com.
2: Well, this has been really a wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. We we're we're at the end of our time together. Um, I, I'm Roberta Grimes. My books are The Fun of Dying, to Find Out What Really Happens Next, and so far four novels. My Thomas is the story of Thomas Jefferson's brief but glorious marriage, the only marriage he ever had rich and famous just came out coming of age novel set in the 80s uh, a go-go period many of us remember well i'm starting a seven novel series which is based in what i've learned about reality and about human nature from all from decades of afterlife research letter from freedom and letter from money are already out and they begin the letters from love series letter from wonder is due out in the fall and Many people have been asking me when I was going to write about, and, and what a wonderful with uh, talking to Christine about signs. My new book will be The Fun of Staying in Touch, coming out in August, four years after The Fun of Dying. Um, you'll find details about all my books at and a blog, which I hope you'll read, at robertagrimes.com. We've been talking with Dr. Rochelle Wright, who's a featured presenter at the conference on new developments in afterlife communication in July. Go to ASCSI.org for more information. And, of course, she'll be doing therapist training there as well. Um, so that could be a wonderful twofer for someone who's a therapist to get trained at the same time you, you go and really learn about all the wonderful ways we are communicating with the dead now. Next week, our guest again, at last week and next week, will be Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who's my dear friend and a wonderful expert on all of this. He's going to talk with me about how it feels to have discovered truths that neither science nor religion will yet even consider. This is, to me, a very profound problem, and we'll talk about it. Now go out and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are an eternal being and you are infinitely loved.
0: You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com. To contact Roberta, email her at roberta at seekreality.com. Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.